You are listening to the Cattle Call Podcast. This is the place where computer-aided design and drafting meets humor and practicality, with a touch of business acumen thrown in for fun. Jim and Rocco, the owners of Zentech Consultants, the premier U.S. technology consulting firm for architecture, engineering, construction, and manufacturing, discuss the fascinating world of CAD with some humor and some honesty. The Cattle Call Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cattle Call Podcast with Jim and Rocco from Zentech Consultants. I am Jim Coppinger, and with me, as always, is my troublemaking partner. I make trouble. You make trouble. Tell him your name. Uh, Rocco. Rocco. You think. See? You see the trouble you make? You don't even know your own name. I have to remind you to tell people your name. You know, you're why we can't have nice things. I'm just saying. You're always causing trouble for me. It's what you do. So I try. <laughs> you try. You, you do a good job. In that respect, you're really aces. All right. So today, what are we talking about? Oh, so today we're talking about CAD in the cloud. All right. We're talking about the feasibility of working with CAD in the cloud. All right. So like I said, t- so today we're going to talk about um, using the cloud and how it relates to the CAD world. Uh, and it's really kind of a touchy subject for a lot of folks. And I think that a lot of that is based on some misunderstanding of, of what we really mean when we you know, say the cloud. I think you know most folks in this day and age understand the cloud as being a, a web-based hosting solution. Uh, it lets you access and edit files from you know any computer anywhere, anytime. Um, you know, and ideally, you can have you know multiple employees or clients or you know whoever the project stakeholders are on your job, reviewing, editing, and discussing the same version of any file. And and that's a great concept. Um, And believe me, I believe that everyone needs to be using cloud-based services. It's vital in this day and age. But in the CAD world, there's still this lingering fear of the cloud uh, that I think has kept a lot of AEC firms from using it in a large-scale way. Um, And I think that that fear is, is really one of control. Um, I think that designers and engineers worry about their proprietary data being out there in the world. Um, and they also worry that letting other people have uncontrolled editing capability of those files puts them at professional risk, right? So so in, in other words, they don't want, you know, the client's secretary, Julie, uh, you know, moving her office in their new design because she wants more sun in the afternoon and she's moving that without anybody knowing. Right? And they think that's what's going to happen. And I don't think that's the case. Um, so I think that's one item. And I think that there is also an, a misunderstanding over the cloud because it really comes in between what are really two distinct methodologies. Uh, there, there's, there's cloud-based file hosting and there's cloud-based file collaboration. Um, and, and a lot of folks in this industry tend to think of the cloud in terms of the first, right? Just simple file hosting. Uh, you know, they're working, they, they're, they're working with systems like Dropbox or ShareFile or, or something along those lines. And they're thinking that they're in the cloud, they're working in the cloud. But those are really just file sharing sites, right? They're really just essentially servers on the web, <laughs> you know, to put it to it in a very basic way. Um, you know, and, and when you're dealing with cloud-based workflows for CAD, you're, you're really dealing with a much more robust set of tools that are meant for full-scale collaboration, um, and you know, shared design spaces, shared tools, shared processes. Um, and I think that even folks who understand the difference between file sharing and, and cloud-based collaboration are still a little bit panicked 
by the idea of that second concept. Um, they have a lot of concern over how CAD-based items like external references and data shortcuts or linked files or centralized models are going to be impacted in a truly collaborative environment. Right, so so Rocco, let's start with with you know basic file sharing, right? In, in in the CAD community and the folks that we deal with, right? So you know we're we're Microsoft partners, um, and we do a lot of work setting folks up in, in SharePoint and Teams for just basic file sharing. Um, you know what's the overall feel that you get from folks when we start talking to them about moving to the cloud and and file hosting structures? Right? Did the, you know what what are the big concerns you see? I don't know that there's so much a concern as it is. Um more so how do they get it done who's going to do it whether they have the time to do it but it's we can do it <laughs> we and we, we definitely can do it we and, can. And, and it's not a matter of just you know marketing ourselves here right i mean it's it's the benefit that these solutions bring right um that that that's important but that, i think that's the biggest question that that comes up you know the, the time involved Who's going to do it? How complex is it? Yeah, uh, and 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 that's really a, a a big jump there for them, right? You know, like I said, you're you're coming out of their their standard environments, and you and I were talking earlier today, right? That there are still a lot of folks out there who are working on servers, right? Who who are you know a little out of date here, like ten years ago, still working on localized servers and setting up VPNs and things like that. Oh yeah, um, I see it. Yeah, so it's it's a big change to them to move from that internal structure where they feel secure, and, and the reality is they're not. It, they're actually far less secure on a on a localized server environment, um, and they're spending a lot more money on that. Uh, but to move that out into you know working with SharePoint and Teams, um, you know for for their file sharing and hosting because they just feel like they're losing control. So you know when we talk about systems like SharePoint and Teams. Uh, you know, they're both Microsoft products and, and really they're both a little bit of a hybrid between those two areas I was, I was talking about earlier. Um, and, and, you know, because they've got a little bit of file hosting and they've got a little bit of collaboration. Um, and it seems to be, to my mind, a really successful way of moving your firm towards the cloud and into the cloud, right? Because both, uh, you know, Teams and SharePoint, they provide the file hosting, but they do have some really nice extended collaboration tools. Um, and, and even some communication tools. So all of that is really focused primarily around the, the Microsoft Office platform and their related apps. Um, though, to be fair, I do want to point out that uh, the, the, uh, the AutoCAD web portal, right, the AutoCAD online stuff, uh, it does now integrate directly into Microsoft Teams, right? So you can enable that tab in there. It's an active app in the blended Teams environment. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. I think that that's really important for people. Yeah, I mean, it really is just the fact that you'll be able to, you know, open and access and comment and share files through that web platform right inside of Teams with people who don't even have AutoCAD. That's huge, right? That's a real, mm -hmm. real big benefit. Um, and, and I think that, like I said, you know, that, that online AutoCAD web, it's, it's a really good entry point for CAD folks into that more collaborative end of the, of, of the cloud experience. Um, <clears throat> like I said, you know, when you're dealing with the, in the CAD, it's not just about hosting the design files, but it's about allowing different people to open them and edit them and comment on them in real time, right? So you're either going to do that as a, a co-author, right, where, where we can both go in and modify the same file and we can see what's happening, what each each of us are changing in real time, right? Or at the very least, you can do it with um, dynamic updates and notifications, 
All right, those little pop-ups that come up and say, hey, you know, Rocco just modified the drawing. Here's what he did. Do you want to load his changes? You know, Jim added some comments and some thoughts about, you know, your design and so on. All right, and, and that's really important. That's, that's that entry point. All right, and when you start to move up from there and you start to get into um, systems like uh, the Autodesk A360, Right? Or, or the Brixis uh, 24-7 cloud platforms. They're designed specifically for use with, with the CAD infrastructure and the CAD models. Right? They're meant to be centralized work environments right? designed specifically with CAD in mind. Right? And they work much better than, than a simple file host. You know, even you know, the better ones like SharePoint and Teams and so on. Um, because these are really meant to address the external links, the reference files, the, the high-end images, um, you know, the, the BIM models right, that CAD systems use, and they, and they handle those much more efficiently right, than, than anything under just like a native file sharing. Um, you know, and, and, and like I said, you know, while these can be handled for most CAD systems, right, you, you can deal with things like XRFs and basic structures on SharePoint or Teams or whatever. Um, if you're going to do that, um, and then we do that for a lot of our clients. It's not a bad thing, but it does require a little bit of setup. It requires some management. And it also requires you to depend a little bit on your end users, uh, setting the drawings up correctly and linking correctly. And let's face it, no, no manager ever wants to trust their end users to do things the correct way. Right? Nobody trusts anybody in this, in this world. Um, so let me ask you this, Rocco. Are you, are, are you finding that there are a lot of people who are interested in or even already using the collaborative cloud environments for CAD at this point? Yeah, I think there's, you know, it's a, it's a mixed uh, mixed bag, right? I mean, the, I often say smaller firms are a little bit more behind, but the larger firms are, are using the tools like, uh, like you say, A360, BIM 360, um, the Brixis 24 seven. Uh, so it's, it's, it's all over the map. Okay. All right. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, from my standpoint, like because I talk to, to, to folks more on, on terms of the tech and the application of it. Um, like I said, I, I just think a lot of people don't really understand the differences uh, between these environments and, and the potential benefits that they bring to the table for them. Uh, I think that in, in, in a lot of times when I have these conversations, I think the, fo- you know, the focus is on potential problems. Right? And then people want to avoid moving to the cloud because they're not sure how it's going to work out and is it going to slow them down and is it going to cause a problem. Uh, and I think that in the in the busy construction and design environment we've seen over the last few years, um, I just think people are so worried about downtime. They're not even really willing to have that conversation or, or they'll brush up against it and be like, yeah, yeah that's something for down the road. Um, they're, they're just so worried, you know, that, that they're going to, you know, lose some production time when they're so far behind already because they're so busy. Or that they're going to lose data, and they're really, they're really not. I mean, I, I've, I've yet to run into a customer that that has lost data as a result of moving to the cloud. Yeah, and and that's that's a great point, right? Like I was saying earlier, you know, people think that they're more secure and trusted when they're they're you know we're backing up our servers internally. You're at much greater risk. Your backups fail. You're not patching. You're not updating your security settings. You have a much greater chance of power outages and failures and complete you know. Uh, catastrophic system failures on a server than you do in the cloud. The cloud, everything is replicated across 20 different sites across the whole world. You know, you, your data is much more secure out in the cloud than it has ever been on your local server. And that, that's just a common misconception we run up against. It's a great point. 
All right, so we're going to take a break here to hear from today's sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk uh, some about some of the specific cloud services for CAT and how you can make use of those. All right, we'll be back in just a minute with more of the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, so today's podcast is brought to you by no one other than Zentech Consultants. Rocco and I, we're sponsoring ourselves. Aren't we special, Rocco? We get to sponsor ourselves. A lot of special. We have a lot of special. So today we wanted to talk to you guys about getting yourself set up in both Microsoft SharePoint and Microsoft Teams. Uh, when it comes to getting your, your company moved into the cloud and working along those lines, it's always a struggle to know where to start, how to get set up, and how to customize and structure things to your specific workflows. But luckily here at Zentech, we have two kickstart programs that are designed to help you get exactly that decision made in the most effective way possible. So Rocco, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about our kickstart programs? Yeah, they're they're designed to help you uh, to help you get get set up, uh, configured, and and even include some training for one flat fee. So uh, feel free to hit our website zentechconsultants.net. Give us a call 866-824-4459, or even drop us an email sales at zentechconsultants.net. Ooh, look at you sounding like a professional announcer. All right, folks, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Welcome back to the Cattle Call Podcast. Okay. So we're back and we're talking today about CAD in the cloud. All right. So as always, Rocco, we're going to go and see what the maths have to say about this topic. So do my interweb research and I went to IDC, Gardner, and Sky High. All right. And here's what we found out about just general cloud use in the, the AEC world. Okay. So for 11 years straight, cloud technology has been on Gartner's top 10 tech trends meaning it's, it's still one of the fast, every year over year, it's still one of the fastest growing things out there, right? Um, as of 2018, over one third of all software in the world was cloud-based, meaning that, you know, it uses that as its primary interface and, and drive, right? Um, cloud-based systems account for 50.8 billion, with a B, right, in revenue in the U.S. alone every year. That, that's a lot of numbers. Why don't we get more of those numbers, Rocco? You're not working hard enough. I need those numbers. Mm, yeah. My bank account doesn't have numbers like that. I need those. So, all right. So the average number of cloud-based apps in use at a, at a standard design firm have tripled, right, since 2013. That means that the average AEC user has to access 36 different cloud services regularly in their work. That's a wow. lot. Yeah. Right, 71% of cloud services in the ACE industry are still internally focused. Right, that means that less than 30% are public facing, where, where you're working with people outside your company. Right, and only 18% of the data that people upload to the cloud contains what they consider sensitive data, which in, in our community usually means they're not uploading their designs. Only 80% of the design information is being loaded to the cloud. That's, that's crazy, right? Those are huge numbers, and, and, and we're just not using this system the way that it's meant to be used. So, Rocco, um, you know, do you have a lot of, of cloud-based, cloud-oriented discussions with, with clients? I mean, are they going that way, or you, you know, are they still just hesitant and dragging their heels, like the numbers here seems to say? Yeah, I think a lot are, are still be behind i mean <laughs> that's, that's basically a good word it's uh it, it's it's taken time you know there, there's still the, the fear of moving to the cloud um but like we were saying before I, i've yet to run into a customer that's lost data on the cloud so 
it's certainly taken time. Yeah, I mean, do you think it's more the the, the fear of lost data, or maybe it's just the you know, like I said, that that fear of downtime? Um, it could be a combination of both. Yeah, yeah, no, it's one of those things I'm still trying to pin down. I talk to people all the time, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, we can see right there. There's a huge industry here. Right, but you know, like we said, there's just a lot of people in this AAC world that are still really cautious about using it, right? And like I said, you know, it's it's not even so much about the sensitivity of our data. I think, right, because we're not always dealing with you know, it's it's not you know, high end Department of Defense secure data and personal information that we're putting out here. You know, we're really talking about the designs, right? And they're not putting those designs up there because, like I said earlier, I think people are still really worried about the security of the design information itself, right? I think there's 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 still this this paranoia, all right, about you know your competitors or or an unscrupulous client is going to steal your intellectual property and go build the building or or do the site without you. Okay? And that's just not the case, right? There's it's 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 too in this day and age it's it's too easy to track that and do it. So no nobody's doing that. I think that that's a, a, a very overblown concern. All right, so with that, let's let's talk about some of the CAD pay, CAD based, excuse me, cloud systems, right? And you know what we've been seeing used and what their you know positives and negatives are, right? So you know we talked earlier, Rocco, we were talking about SharePoint and Teams, which we work with a lot, um, and I think it's a great overall project hosting structure, right? You you can even use these for uh, communications and meetings as well as hosting, so it really becomes a, a really nice centralized portal. For working with people outside of your office, or you know, even if they're like upstairs and you're downstairs, right? You don't want to walk up and down the stairs all day. Um, you know, the, these type of systems, you know, they work on the CAD side, SharePoint and Teams, which are essentially the same in terms of file storage. Uh, you know, they work with the CAD, right? As long as you're careful with how you connect to and path any of your reference files, right? You know, they they work just fine for at least those basic two two D and basic three D CAD structures. Um, I will give you the warning here on the negative side that uh, you know SharePoint and Teams is a definite no-go. If, if you're working in a system that has a shared central model like Revit does, you're definitely not going to want to use that. There, the, these, you know, it, it's too broadly focused from a business standpoint to handle all the BIM features and the detailed design information uh, that you'd be passing back and forth on a consistent basis. You can cheat it. You can make it work. I've tried it, and it's just a disaster waiting to happen. So if you're working in that BIM structure, SharePoint and Teams is not the way for you to go. Okay? So um, so next on my list here, I've got Autodesk, uh, the A360, right? which, which honestly is really, uh, you know, it, it's the best option if you're working in just a basic uh, AutoCAD-type environment with 2D and you're looking to, you know, uh, share and communicate about your files in an online version where everybody can see it, even without CAD. Um, you know, it's got its own built-in 2D and 3D viewers that run right inside your web browser. It's got some nice little markup tools. Um, and if people do have CAD, it'll even let you co-author a little bit on, on the CAD files. Um, it's even got some, some, some recently added metadata tools for, you know, uh, adding properties so you can start tracking things like, you know, revisions and RFI numbers. And the real benefit uh, with this is that it's, it's free with most of your Autodesk subscriptions. Right, so it's definitely worth trying out if you haven't, you know, gone down that route yet. It's a great entry point. Okay, so um, next up on my list here is I've got uh, Autodesk BIM 360, and this is the really the premier and, and to my mind probably the the only tool for dealing with Autodesk based BIM models. Right, from Revit or Inventor Fusion 360. 
Um, yep, it's it's pricey. It's not cheap. It's costing you five hundred bucks annually per user. Ouch. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's not. Uh, but it really is the best way uh, for keeping those advanced BIM models and data actively synced. Right? It allows for full co-authoring and work sharing in a really effective way for all of your Autodesk models. Okay, and I stress Autodesk because honestly, it's 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 a lot less welcoming <laughs> on other file types or other CAD systems. Right? It's it's not really going to work well with anything other than those Autodesk-based models. Like I said, so it's got a little price tag to it, but for what it does, it does it better than anything else. Um, next up, I have uh, the Brixis 24/7 platform, which is a really powerful tool that is designed from the ground up for design and construction projects. Both it handles both sides, which is nice. Right? The, the other products we talked about don't. Um, it comes with full notification security, uh, you know, edit tracking. Uh, tools and and it even has built-in processes for uh, automation. In other words, you can you can automate approval and review workflows so it passes file control from one person to another as needed. So as I review and approve something, it can automatically be passed over to you, signed out to you for notification and check and review and approvals. You know, we can you can push it through a whole workflow processes. Uh, it also lets you give access to unlimited partners who don't even need to own their own 24-7 license to access and, and view and, and mark up and comment on files, which is really nice. Um, you know, this one, little drawback here is that it isn't free either, right? But the, the price point, I think, is a lot better, right? So with, with Brixis 24-7, it's 700 bucks a year, but that's a team-based structure. For that 700 bucks, you can have 20 users with full 24-7 access. Right, so it's not crazy expensive. It's certainly much more affordable than no. the Autodesk option, you know. But there is a little bit of a fee. But it really, like I said, unlike the others, it does have that built-in design and construction workflow. So I think it's a lot more robust and versatile in that respect. So I'm a big fan of that one. Um, and I guess the, the the last two, there's really two of them. They kind of go together in my mind. Um, there's there's uh, ProjectWise from Bentley, right, and Autodesk Vault. Right? And, and I've done quite a lot of work over the years in both of those. Uh, and, and the truth of it is, is that neither of them are, are true cloud-based systems. What they really are, are document management systems that they've adapted and added cloud access to over the years as like add-ons. Um, you know, the, these are pretty expensive systems. You know, they're meant for like enterprise control and management of documents. Uh, they do require a, a lot of setup and a good bit of training for your end users. Uh, but you know, if 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 really, if you got genuine concerns, like we've you know we've worked with clients in the past in in these systems who are dealing with you know pharmaceutical, government regulation, Department of Defense contract where security and structure and accountability is vital, right? This is the way to go if that's really where you are. Um, that has a lot of you know broad appeal to folks, right? You know, you get that that same benefit of having a single source file, but you get you also get uh, you know unlimited. Uh, metadata and controls and, and workflow processing and revisioning and, and tracking of life cycles, which is great. Um, the, the big drawback, right, is like I said, number one, the prices are extreme. You know, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars here. Um, yeah, and they also, they heavily restrict any type of, of collaboration and co-authoring. It's not how these systems are designed to work because that kind of, it blows up their their tracking and, and accountability process. So you're, you're going to be very limited in that respect if you go those ways. But they are good systems if that's what you need. Um, so Rocco, you know, there, there's my list, right? So out at, at of the ones we talked about, which ones do you most commonly see, if any, that, that, that our, our clients are working with? 
Um, on the AC side, it's uh, it's really BIM 360. Uh, on on the manufacturing side, it's 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 Autodesk Vault. Okay. Yeah, because the Vault ties directly into like that whole inventor workspace structure in terms of you know keeping catalogs and so on. So even on a production level, in house, it's a very important thing uh, you know, for those inventor users to use. So yeah, I can definitely see that. So okay, all right, um, all right. So but there it is, right? So CAD and the cloud are perfect partners. So long <laughs> as you're willing to do a little bit of research, right? Prep your systems, prep your your users. And, you know, you need to understand that, it, you know, the cloud is really a much more secure setup than what you think you have in-house. Those old school concerns about keeping your data in-house, that leads you to isolated work, so, uh, work silos. Um, it leads to duplicate files. So you're working on things that are out of date, which can cause all kinds of contractual and, and money concerns. Uh, you can even just lose information totally. All right, every one of those leads to a slowdown on your projects and a loss of money when you're working locally. Um, you know, the digital world today is fully integrated. It's collaborative. It's, it's accessible at all times. And that's what it needs to be. All right? the, the truth of the matter is, is that the AEC world is always behind the tech curve. So don't let it leave you so far behind that you become a museum piece. All right? Everybody should be like, moving, like me. Well, you know, I'm just ancient. I'm fossilized <laughs> at this point. So, you know, there's just no hope for me. Right. Uh, you know, we can't all be 15, Rocco. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was your mental age. I get confused. So, <laughs> so to sum it up, right, everybody should be moving to the cloud for all of their CAD work today. Whichever system you need, doesn't matter. You should all be moving towards the cloud. So with that said, I think we can go ahead and wrap up today. And thank you guys for joining us, and we look forward to talking to you all on our next Cattle Call podcast with Jim and Rocco from Zentech. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Today's Cattle Call was brought to you courtesy of Zentech Consultants. That's Rocco and I. Uh, Zentech Consultants works with design and manufacturing firms to help our clients purchase and implement the software that they need in these complex industries. Uh, we provide a single point of contact for clients to buy, develop, and learn the most vital software systems for your specific needs. Uh, Zentech strives to be your trusted technology partner from your initial needs all the way through long-term support and training for your entire staff. So Rocco, why don't you tell them how to reach out to Zentech? All right, yeah, you can reach out to us through zentechconsultants.net. You can email us at sales at zentechconsultants.net. Or you could even call us, 866-824-4459. Excellent. We look forward to hearing from you all.